Do Podcast number 40, 40, 10, 20, 30, 40 in the can. It's me, your source, Stu Finer, and it's Alex Finer every week giving it to you like we can only do it, sharing our lives, our hopes, our dreams, our desires. And again, we start off on Halloween morning, which you'll hear tomorrow, first day of November. Shout out November, best month of the year. Um, everybody remember, and it's a good thing to always remember, if I fucked your girl, she'd know what she's been missing. How you doing, Alex? How's everything going? That was the line that you just tweeted that photo. The, that was the caption. Like, when you honestly looked at that photo, you thought that would be the best way to make this tweet. Well, it's a Halloween, so it's women that are lesbians can be attracted to me because my hair is beautifully curly, blonde, long down to my shoulders. And if you are a lesbian, I'm dressed up as a woman, so you might want to fuck me. And I have protruding tits. I'm wearing a dress. So for all the perverts out there that like to finger fuck girls wearing dresses and then put your head there and eat them under the dress, I'm available. And also, you know I'm a man, and you know your guy doesn't fuck like me, so I think it was apropos, Al. Yes, I think it's how you start Halloween off. I think that line is, you you, you might have to cut that back by like 7,000%. You could use that like once a month. You, you use it too much. I it's know. overused. I know, it is overused, but, uh, but it's the truth, so tell the truth and truth will set you free. And Sandra's in my catches equipment, which my grandfather gave me when I was in sixth grade, and we used to sit in the... Uh, concrete driveway and he used to just throw balls to me bouncing them in front of me hitting me in the face hitting me in the shoulders hitting me in the arms hitting me in the balls did it matter it, who was I, that my grandfather grandpa alice my mother's father shout out grandpa alice been dead since probably 1977 so your grandfather took give you balls to the face Is that- he taught me how to be an amazing defensive catcher i was arguably the you know like when people think about the, the 70s Mid-70s, they think of Johnny Bench and Stu Finer. That's pretty much it. It's Johnny Bench and Stu Finer, and not necessarily in that order. Nothing got past me. No one ran on me. I was like a stone pillar of arguably the greatest defensive catcher ever. What year is this? 1970. Two, three, four. How old were you when you were saying this? I was 12, 13, 14. People were allowed to run? I was, yeah, stealing, of course. I was arguably the greatest catcher that's ever lived when I was in seventh grade. I almost made the ninth grade team, almost. But they didn't like me. Listen, I'm going to be honest. They didn't like me. It was a seventh and eighth grade team, and it was a ninth grade team. I should have been on the ninth grade team. I was on the seventh and eighth grade team. You can't be on the best. You can't can't say those two things back to back. You can't say I'm the greatest catcher ever, but I also never made the team. No, no, I was in seventh grade. It's hard to make the ninth grade team. It's a seventh and eighth grade team, and it's a ninth grade team. The ninth grade team is elite players. They're wait, two wait, years wait. older than me. Seventh, eighth grade team. You didn't make that one either? No, of course. I was a starting catcher. I was the best player ever. I batted 700. I had 20 ribbies. I was great. There's no stats to back this up. I crack the fucking ball. You're just center, up the middle. Did you actually make the seventh and eighth grade team? You played on that team? Yes. In seventh grade? No. I got cut. Okay, so you're the best catcher ever. They but didn't you like got Jews. cut. They didn't like Jews in Farmingdale. Wait, wait, wait. They used to use a paddle to hit you. Stop, it's a scumbag. Stop, stop, All stop. Farmingdale school districts are a bunch of scumbags. They're whores, lowlifes, and pieces of shit when I was in school. That's fine. Everyone should have been criminals. Uh, Mr. Valentine, I hope you died a very horrible, disgusting death because you're a scumbag. You used to hit me with a fucking paddle. For all you people out there that were in middle school and you were wondering... 
Will life did your events... Te- did your teachers... Did your truant teacher hit you with a fucking paddle, Alex, ever? No. Okay? Would you have punched him in his face? Yes. Would I have allowed yeah, you to punch him in his face? I would have never taken that yes. shit, though. I'm not no pussy. Exactly. Well, listen, then it was like you went home to your father, and your father said, listen, you must have done something wrong. I'm like, this guy's a fucking criminal. Mr. Valentine, you scumbag. I would have fought Howard both Junior of them. High School. You're a scumbag, Mr. Valentine. I'd beat your fucking face in with a bat, you piece of shit. You know how many fucking kids that you abused and hit with a paddle? You fucking whore. You scum. Listen. To the day I die, you're one of the biggest pieces of shit ever. Shout out. If anyone that's listening to this podcast, everyone went to Farmington High School. Everyone went to Farmington High School in the 70s. If you know who Mr. Valentine is, get me his fucking info. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't, you can't incite violence. I'm going to say hello you to Mr. Valentine. You can't incite violence. Uh, First no, of all. It's not inciting. The guy's a scumbag. I hope the guy's dead. The guy should be dead. Like, like on Halloween is perfect because. Was he like, older than Grandpa Howie? No, no, no. He's not. He's. Oh, was he? Would no, he be I'm, now? Saying, yeah. I'm saying, well, sure, sure. You, so, so you're is, about so to wait, wait, wait. So when you're trying I'm to in, body a nine-year-old, I'm year in old. my, I'm 14, and he's probably what 40. So he's probably 20, uh, four years older than me. So I'm, um, what am I? I'm 62, 72, 82. So if he's alive, he's like 86. Yeah, so you're trying I'll to run him over my car. You're trying to body an 86. No, old. I'm not going to body him. I'm going to run him over my you car. You can't say this. And then I'm going to shit in his mouth and shit and pee on his face. Subjectively, not 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 in real life, but if you, in Dreamland. If you did run Dreamland, him over, I would listen. This listen, is what, I would what do. you say don't doesn't make sense. You're I'd gonna run, run him over, over my car, shit on his I, mouth, and then I get out of the car. Okay, and how are you shitting in his shit. mouth? I would run him over my car, and he'd be dead on yeah. the floor and gasping for air. And I would just squat on his face and shit right down his mouth. How are you shitting down his mouth? You just ran him over with the car. His face is probably no, mangled. No, I would. Op- I would. I would take. You're gonna his nose. open his fucking I would mouth take his with nose your and take his chin, pull down, open his mouth, spitting it first, and then just violently diarrhea all over his fucking face. Okay. Now and then think I would about rub this. my ass on his face, and I would. You know what I would use as toilet paper? His hair. No, he's a scumbag. He was a criminal. He's like a pedophile, but he was. How do you allow? It was allowed. It would be like this. Um, uh, Stu Finer, Stu Finer, please come down to the uh, attendance room. Stu Finer, please come down to the attendance room. So then I would, and I've told the story a hundred times. I immediately go to my locker. I put on my sweatpants. Oh, you uh, deserved under, it if you had sweatpants in your locker. I'm just letting you know. Guys, a piece this. of shit. You definitely deserved it. Guy to have a my game fucking plan. blue dungaree hat off and said to me, "Who do you think you are? You running some Jewish mafia?" First of all, he was a fucking. What did you get sent? What did you get sent down for though? You, to have a backup plan to have protection against the paddle. We, once a week, I would take somebody's head and ram it head through my locker, okay. my metal locker. So you deserved and beat it. his fucking. No, 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 no. He, the person who I beat this senseless, deserved it. You could, you had, listen, there was the top 10 who was the top 10 toughest in junior high school, seventh, eighth, ninth grade, seventh grade. I was in like the top 50. Who made this list? It was, it was right on, it was right on the yeah. gym wall. Who did Eighth it grade, did I was you in make the top it? 10. Did you make and ninth it? grade, I was in the top five. I kicked your five. I thought, I, I, well, I wasn't getting blown then. Did you anything. make the list? But your girl, your girl let me finger fuck a pussy. And she jerked me off. Listen, you're known for making under lists. Under the bridge. You're known um, for making lists. Did you under make this the list? Bridge. Did you make this list, sir? The bridge. No, the list was established. The first, from who, though? From people who got their asses kicked. The so from, people. Was from Mario the people Petro who got Monaco, beat. And it was Curtis Sloat. Those were the two toughest kids in the school. So did one they make the list? One was a total jock. The other was a criminal. That's crazy, dude. Why well, one was a criminal. The other was a pussy. One was a jock and one was a criminal. And I, like, was in the middle. 
One was a jock, one was a pussy, and you were in the middle. No, criminal. Jock and criminal. Jock and criminal. Couldn't and beat either of them up. Bottom line is this. For all you people out there that went to middle school and you had trauma, traumatic events, or you're wondering if the stuff that's going to bother school, you. not middle school. Junior high it's school. It's the same thing. Middle school is junior high school, genius. Now, listen. For the people out there that's wondering, are these things going to come back? Like me getting cut from the 7th, 8th grade uh, baseball team, you know, like you think maybe one day you'll forget. Stu has proven that that's not true. You will always remember. You will always remember. I will always hate Mr. Valentine. I will always hope that his life was just filled with anger, rage, disappointment, destitute, everything. Well, bottom, bottom line is this. I, I, usually your spin zones never get me. But the fact that you mentioned that you were the best seventh grade catcher in the world and didn't make the ninth grade team, but failed to disclose that you also did not make the the seventh or eighth seventh grade. Yeah, but you also didn't make the seventh, eighth grade team. Yes, I did. Well, I didn't make it in seventh. I made it in eighth. Correct. You said in seventh grade, I was the best catcher. I did not make the ninth grade team, but you also didn't make the seventh what, and eighth what grade. What don't team. you understand? It was Jim Brown, Bo Jackson, Stu Finer. Those are the only three people that were talked about. Well, in the written in the newspapers, in the news cycle, then it would just infinite and be Stu Finer's great, Stu Finer's great, Stu Finer's great, Stu Finer's great. Great at everything baseball, football, basketball, touch football, tackle football, street football, frisbee, whatever it is, I was better than you. You actually, everyone. the one thing that you're actually good at that I can never do is Frisbee. I'm great at Frisbee. You have a good... No, no. But everything else you say is just like complete fabrication. I'm a fabulous softball player. He's one of the greatest <laughs> softball players listen, ever. Listen, I, softball's there not a real King thing. King in his court, which was four players played against nine, and then there was Stu Finest team that killed the King in his court because all we did was bunt. We made the douchebag from the pitcher run to try to get him. They played, they played a shortstop, a pitcher... A first baseman and one outfielder. And my old team just bunted and we that, beat the fuck out of them. No matter what you say. That's Not really. We got beat like 40 to 6. That I'm is the just... craziest spin zone I've ever seen in my life. This, like, that, just the level of how you did it, too, is is beautiful. I'm the best seventh grade catcher that ever existed. I ever. did not make the ninth grade team, but you also didn't make they the seventh didn't eight. Like, well, I just explained why it was anti Semitism. It was, it was, what, a, what an Jews. out. What the an the out. two coaches were a bunch of fucking Nazis. They were Nazis. I thought you liked, you right I now, thought you liked your, Nazis. I thought you liked your middle school coach. Middle school coach in what? I like Mr. Savali. I like my football coaches. I didn't like my baseball coaches. What are you doing right now? I was looking at uh, the hotel that we're staying at in Chicago. It was just sent to me and my flight. So we're all ready to roll. I can check in. So it is Halloween. And for like the 15th year in a row, 20th year in a row, no one comes to our house. Because if you come to our house, you're taking your life into your own hands. Because I live on a street where people, there's no sidewalks. There's a cul-de-sac across the street and you would have it across the road that cars go between 30 and 70 miles an hour. So to get to my house is like a moat. Just picture the castle and there's a moat in front of it with fire breathing dragons and you have to go past the dragons through the water, through the sludge, just to ring the doorbell and God forbid I'm not home, then you have to do it again. Why would you risk that? So no one comes here. My point is we've had a couple, do you remember there was a couple people that show up randomly I don't know how in they a ever. Car. I don't know they how they ever got in a car and like a clown car. Ten people came out 
and I have to recock my gun not to shoot them because I remember it's Halloween because they're all dressed up as ghouls and goblins and all of a sudden, you know, like. Do you think if you shot know. someone on your porch on Halloween that you still get the same as a regular day? What if you just forgot it was Halloween? It depends. I mean, you get a good lawyer, you plead insanity, anything's possible. A good lawyer can, you know, twist, you know. So you the, are gambling with your life while you trick or treat. Uh, what? You're gambling with your life while you trick or treat. Correct. Someone never, could just blow your shit up. Well, listen. You could bat, You could open the door. A guy could be drunk. He just fucking just just fucking killed his wife, and you now you come to the door. He's full of blood. You think it's Halloween? You go oh, trick or treat. Meanwhile, you're talking to a murderer. This guy just abused his wife, cut and dismembered her body into little teeny pieces, flushed them down the toilet. Blood is all over his hands. All over his fucking face. You ring his doorbell. You're anticipating a Snickers or a Twix bar. And now you're faced with a murderer. You are faced with dying because you went trick-or-treating on Halloween. Also, what a time. I would never trick-or-treat, by the way. What a time to murder I your wife. I used to send my, my you, listen, the people you, uh, that work for me, go to the door, get the candy, and bring it back and put it in. You never trick-or-treated as a kid? You were a fat kid. No, you trick or treated. You were a pig. I trick or treated. I pooped several times in my pants and left the poop in my pants for hours and finished trick or treating. So you were a fat pig. I was a fat so, yes. Right. Yes. But, but what a time to murder your wife if it's Halloween because you open the door and yeah, you're covered you're full with of blood. blood. No one even knows the difference. Correct. Where's your wife? There's her head on the floor. Meanwhile, her dismembered head is sitting there rolling around and everybody's laughing. <laughs> That's a great costume. I love this house. Shout out, I love this house. Listen, if you're not giving two candies, then you're giving no candies, by the way. How about these people that give like these little M&Ms? What are we talking about here? Where, where were you fucking born? These little like square like Twizzlers? You cheap fuck. If you can't afford fucking giving Halloween candy because you're such a fucking loser because your whole life's a disaster and you haven't learned how to make money and you're a piece of shit, then just say, I'm poor. I can't afford candy rather than getting embarrassed. That's how I look. I'm at very it. glad I grew Two up candies. when I was, when I did, because if I were, grew up this generation when there's ring cameras i would have been on like 16 youtube videos because i used to steal all of the bulls we we would have a strategic operation where we went and we knew exactly who left out the bulls and we would wait for them to leave their house and then we would go take all of the bulls and we also took the bull a lot of people take all the candy that's in the bowl we took the bull as well and then i would say that most of the neighborhood would know that there was no candy at certain houses but there was, we stole it all. And then it probably ruined their friendships with the neighborhood. Cause they were like, these scumbags don't even leave out candy. How are they contributing to the neighborhood? In reality, we might've ruined some lives, Well, but we I, weren't on ring camera videos. I can guarantee you that because it was before that. So I said it, but it might've happened. It may have been me. It probably was me, but you can't prove it. So, and listen, I'm going to be honest. Trick-or-treating is overrated when you go, go get a fat bowl. When you just get all of the candy at once. You get that mixed candy all at once. You don't have to trick-or-treat if you steal the whole bowl. And the bowl as well because then you could carry it. I like it. Life well, I, I raised you right because this is the way I look at it. If you're some sort of lazy piece of shit, low life. You deserve that it. does not acknowledge that you have to be home on Halloween. When the doorbell rings, you have to open your door and put on a fake fucking smile. 
I don't care if you have the terrible life. Let's say you're in foreclosure. Let's say you can't afford food. Let's say your kids hate you. Let's say your wife's banging the neighbor. That doesn't matter. Halloween, you have to be a phony bitch. Doorbell rings, you open the door. If you leave a full thing of candy out and we're on an honor system, that there is no honor in this world. There's no honor. If you were born past 1966, I don't even think you have any honor. You just have self-centered, self-absorbed humans running around trying to make themselves better. But before that, we had some sense of dignity where doorbell rings, you fucking could be arguing, you could be having the worst day, you put on a fake smile, and you give the person a candy and you close the door. If you leave your candy out because you have to go to work because you haven't figured out life and you haven't figured out how to take off on Halloween, you haven't figured out how to support your family properly, including yourself, and you're a total fucking degenerate loser, fuck you. You deserve to get robbed. That's how I feel. So I'm proud of you, Alex, that you and your friends robbed all the candy in the neighborhood. That's my point of this. Allegedly. Allegedly, exactly. I might have just said it, but it's also allegedly. Can I talk about the word allegedly? Because this really fucked me. Because there were so many insane, juicy stories that I had involving death, involving destruction, involving rape, involving murder, involving drugs, involving embezzlement that I can't tell. Because now... You know, you don't have like, like years ago, you kill someone. If you get, if it's after 20 years, you got away with it. That's it. I don't think that's how that works. There's no statute of limitations to murder. No, you might no, be just misinformed. That's oh, actually just oh, you not knowing the letter of the okay. law. But well, continue. I'm not telling what I did anyway. So continue. that's the point. But I just want to, before I you start saying like stories, 20 years for murder. All right. Had some great stories that I'm never going to be able to tell. That's my point. Okay. And it's because of your people that you put in office that made these fucking laws that changed the laws. And also that law just got like all those people who touched people back in the day you ever see those commercials that actually got erased too now there's like new deadlines coming out but like there was statute limitations where you used to get away with it and now like sometimes that doesn't even happen well so i would just keep those stories a little i'm not telling it to the but truth be told statues statue of statute of limitations statute of limitations um has to be forever. I mean, in reality, who made the rule in the first place? Because people that were fucking everybody and sucking and ruining the world, they made this law to protect themselves. In reality, there should never be a statute of limitations. If you broke the law, no matter what the law is, that should ha- that should be infinitum. And you should be uh, running from the law the whole your whole life. That's because you're a scumbag, okay? Fuck you. Get a lawyer. Sit down with a mafia guy, solve your fucking problems. I don't think those are the... Uh, those are your choices? Not in that order. No. Well, first you get a lawyer. First you get a gun. First you get... Legal no, no, gun, honestly... Load that legal gun up. As Walk far around as... around legally with a Colt and a Beretta show people that... See, I have see, a license look, and I'll put look, a bullet through your look, fucking look, head. Look, don't look, fuck look, with look, me. Look, listen, listen, listen. Don't fuck you with me. You said one thing positive. Like, honestly, that was probably one of the... Out of the 50 episodes that we... 40 episodes that we have... Get a lawyer as your first option is probably the smartest thing you've said out of all 40. And, and then get Im- a Jew lawyer. Immediately, if you go not, right if to not something a Jew, stupid. it's not a lawyer. It's some fake person. I'm going to be honest. People don't like Jews right now. I don't care if you don't like them. They're the best lawyers. You, you want a Protestant or a Catholic lawyer? You want a Jew lawyer? You want a Jew lawyer? Stop. Be real. Let's go. What about a Palestinian lawyer? Think about how hard it is to become a Palestinian lawyer because... Technically, they don't even have a home no more. Can I say something? That person made it to a lawyer. Can I say something? 
What? When the Palestinian women wear these things on top of their heads. Are you talking about burkas? Fucking hot. I would bang the fuck out of them. It could be a dude. You're gay. How, How do you, you feel know? now? No, no. I'm looking at her. I, yeah, I see what? her eyes. She's a woman. She okay. doesn't have a mustache. What if it's a dude with pretty eyes? You just said you'd fuck a dude. No, I would not fuck I a just dude. Want, I'm I'd just fuck, saying. I'd fu- I love fucking women that like their heads are covered, but you could see their eyes and their lips. Okay, so now she has a... So I can hold... So now she's a woman. I'm going to give you an option. Okay? Very pretty eyes. Okay? Beautiful eyes. Right. Okay? Right. Also has a dick. You're gay. No, I'm, I, I'm not looking for <laughs> dick. All right. I'll give you another one. Burka. Beautiful eyes. She has a boil on her face the size of, like, an actual baby's arm. That's disgusting. Okay. So, burkas are no good. You can't see what's under the covers. Listen, I, I've eaten ass in a whorehouse. I'm not really a selective. I'm a pig. Yeah, but you got you to gotta cup check in the club. Cup check. You got to make sure there's no cock. No. Very true. Very, very true. All right, so we start November with the biggest bang ever. Obviously, the NFL is in full gear right now, and it's wide open. I mean, with the Kansas City Chiefs getting pissed on uh, by the Denver Broncos. Big win. Sean Payton's first win as an NFL head coach coming back. First real win. First real win against a real team that really Was it too late? Yes. But does it matter for us? No. Well, I mean, we use it as a 50 dime over max best bet. Shout out. I'm still on fire. Shout out coming into my fourth winning week in a row. Monday night, again, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. 25,000 all in max best bet. Under, under, under. Now, can I, uh, we got to talk about this. The worst NFL game in the history of Monday night was this Monday night game. It was so pathetic and so bad. And the Raiders could have got beat a thousand to nothing. But. It was only, only second because the first worst game I've ever seen in my life. We went to the Jet uh, Giant um, Super Bowl at MetLife Stadium. Giants play the Jets every four years. Blah blah blah. Must win for both teams. The loser is out of the playoffs and on a fire sale. Uh, the winner at least can breathe air. But no one, no one that won that game, which was the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 which was my mortal lock on the show. I went zero wins, four losses, and one tie on the show. I don't know how, but I lost all four games on the show. Arguably, you could say that even though you went goose egg four and one, it's more important than the Jerry and the Big Cat picks because no matter what their record was, like 500 and a little bit above 500, they lost their mortal locks. So if we're really, you know, if we're talking real here, are people really betting the others, or are they just betting the mortal odds? I don't even. And if so, I don't even. You think got people money. Right. I swear to God, they lose games. They don't even post them. They're a bunch of fucking frauds, big cat and jersey. I Terry. mean, like, I don't know who. I swear to God, I don't know who's keeping the records this year. But whoever's keeping the records, it's like a farce, like a fucking joke. It's like they can lose games and they're not added in. I lose a game and they make nine different posts about my fucking games. You See? scumbags! See, I am that show. No, 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 no. That is also true. I'll take that show to ESPN, you fucks. No, no, listen. Bottom Don't line is this. fuck me. Listen, listen, listen. Calm down. I heard it's Blake. Blake's running the social media. I don't even know who you are, Blake, but you're a fucking dead man in my eyes. Listen, listen, listen. Fuck yourself, the Blake. Records, Go the records fuck aren't yourself. cooked. They give the fucking picks out. Tell your out. girls up. Bottom line is this. They you also don't add right. Because they definitely they do these Monday right. nights, Thursday nights. Big Cat the, changes his games midweek. He could do whatever the fuck he wants just because you're a big shot in Chicago. Now, all of a sudden, you change the rules. The records are... He said to Hank, I want to change the game. Hank said, no, Big Cat did it anyway. 
So Big Cat doesn't even respect Hank, who is running the show. I, it sounds like you're a little jealous here. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I just don't think what they're doing is up and up. I think they're trying to squeeze me. I don't like to be squeezed unless it's your girl. Shout out, sup. The records are definitely right, though. I don't think they're right. You definitely I went oh four. Big Cat you has went oh four and one. And Jersey did you Jerry not has go more o- losses than they're showing? Did you not go oh four and one? I did go oh four and one. Okay. They never make a mistake on my records because they want to bury me. So they're correct on your records. Yes. But they f- they fraudulently. Yeah, they're helping Jersey Jerry and Big Cat. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm fucking saying. Listen, bottom line is this. What I was trying to say is that wow. your push is better than their losses because people only bet the mortal locks. So even if it doesn't matter what the records are, the push is more important than the loss. Four wins, three losses, one push on my mortal locks through eight weeks of the NFL season. Did this feel like a little redemption with the Denver Broncos? Because uh, of the last time you used them as a mortal lock? Yes, absolutely. I mean, Bron- I, I, Broncos got beat by 70 to 20, and now I, I pissed on the uh, Super Bowl champs. So it just shows you. On but you didn't any get the Sunday. Listen, wh- you didn't get the ass kick- kissing. Well, I guess it wasn't a mortal lock. No, it wasn't a mortal lock. It was right. a 50 dime all in max best bet. That's true. And then the 100 dime all in max best bets are at 90% right now. 9 and 1, 9 and 1, 9 and 1, 4 straight, 4 straight, 4 straight. And on Saturday, uh, Ole Miss was a human lock, a burial, a blowout. That was a 100-dime all-in-max best bet. And prior to Ole Miss, we had three in a row up to that. I forgot which ones they were. Do you remember what we had here? What was two weeks ago? We had Missouri. Missouri. Um, we had North Carolina. North Carolina. Um, Penn State? I don't remember. The Too too much. You can't, you can't be doing this. Can't off the cuff. Okay. But it, it was it. in that order. It's a nine and one because it was eight and one rolling into Saturday. So now it's nine and yeah, one. It's nine and one. Nine and one, 90% 100 dime all in max best bet. And the 100 dime all in max best bet obviously is not for 99.9% of you. It's for the people that have three Rolls Royces that their maid takes the Rolls Royce to the store to buy kitty food for their kitten. And they have 20 kittens that they're allowed to just in the kitchen. They could just shit and they have maids and nannies. The richest people in the world, the biggest bettors in the world, people that fire ten to twenty thousand on small plays, they fire fifty to a hundred thousand on mediums, and then they bet the hundred thousand all in max best bet for millions. It's nine and one. It's ninety percent. It's the only sure thing in sports gambling. How much do they bet on mediums? Um, ten to twenty dimes. These are people that just walk out of bed. They do not bet a bet below five five figures. Ten thousand is their lowest bet. Those are the people that pay me. 10000 a week. Jeff Bezos shouldn't do that. Listen, just be responsible. Shout people. out Jeff Bezos. I Listen, listen as far as... That, no, no, listen, 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 listen. Why? As far as billionaires go, people always suck Elon's dick. I don't really drive a Tesla. I don't take rocket ship rides. I don't really give a fuck about Elon. I do like Twitter, but it wasn't him. I like Twitter before Elon. I also like Twitter after Elon, so I kind of like Elon. All these other billionaires, Bill Gates, Windows is nice, but it wasn't even your idea. All these billionaires that get jerked off and fucking blown, the only one that does anything for me is Jeff Bezos. So shout out two-day shipping. Shout out Amazon. Shout out Jeff Bezos. Shout outs. We can get anything we fucking want because we have money. At the click of a button. Click, click, click. And that's not a promotion. I'm just, listen, I'm speaking facts here, people. We're spewing facts here. He's the only billionaire that I know that actually helps my day to day. Oh, you love him. I'm a I'm a big Bezos guy. I mean, you love the guy. 
I don't know if I love him as a person. I like no, you love the business. He does something for me. <clears throat> you love the business. He's probably killing the planet with all these boxes, though. Yes, he is. But uh, it's a lot of boxes, yeah, dude. Speaking of uh, killing, I'm dying in front of you. It's yeah. a slow death. It's not slow. Well, and it's, it's not really. Slow. I've been. I have like. I'm not gonna feel bad when you fucking fall over and die because people could go listen to forty fucking episodes of me telling you every week that you're a fat pig and you're killing yourself. Listen, you know how some people had a sober October. That's a thing, right? Is that a thing, Alex? Yes, that's the thing. sober October. Okay, for what I did for all you fucking sellouts, you fraud people that think one month of fucking putting down something is a big deal. I went eight years squeaky clean, clean, sober, absence, compulsive. Why do you always compare sexual baby abuse? (laughs) You can't compare. So I went eight years, you scumbag. So I just want, but let me, let me just, let me just say, let me just pontificate right now. I was not straight one second in October. Not one fucking second. So for all you jerk-offs that had a sober October, I was unsober October. I was so fucked up every single fucking day of October. And say, Stu, how could you run your business like that? How could you run your life like that? How could you fuck your wife like that? I can take care of your kids. I can take care of your house. I can you pay your bills. I can because I've been fucked up so long. I am straight sober when I'm stoned. And that's how you make it in life. When you could smoke two blunts and you feel straight that's when you know you've made it. So for all you people that have been having a sober October, today's your last day. Fuck you. Uh, I hope your Halloween sucks. I hope you're looking for that blunt or that fucking eight ball or those beers or whatever the pussy drinks you drink or maybe the greatest drink ever, High Noon. Shout out High Noon. I'm going to be stoned just so you know. So I got so fucked up in October that if you were straight, we were even. That's how fucked up I was. Imagine bragging about that. That's how fucked up I was. You just bragged about how fucked up well, you listen, were every I day. I mean, here's the bottom line. Marijuana being legal, in reality, I thought was the greatest thing ever is death for me. Because that's such walk, a that's such a cop out. I just I told you this stoned before. every day. I go no, into the store. Hey, no, Stu, hey, Stu, Stu, hey, Stu, here's the blonde Stu, Troy. Stop, hit stop, my stop. pen. You're you're a joke. I'm not a joke. You're a joke. I you're am a, a com- joke. You're a complete joke. I'm a joke. Before it was legal, you were high as fuck the same amount. You just get you. You just want an excuse. I just love that I can go into a legal store and go fuck you, suck my dick, eat my ass. Listen, I'm gonna be honest. People that smoke weed once it's legalized realize they don't like people like you that think it's like it's cool now because it's not. You were doing it before it was legal. Like now, the goobers are getting fucking high. You're still you're still bragging about the legalization of fucking pot. Like that's the problem. You were fucking stoned every second of every day before it was legal. So that's a cop-out. Cop-outs do. By the way, you transitioned from you killing yourself because you didn't want to talk about... I'm talking about it right now. I've gone so from 188 go. to 196. I've gained 8.7 pounds since In I put seven down days? Epic. No, three weeks. What was the gain of this week? This seven-day Monday... 2.9. What? You were 194 last week? I was 192.9 or something. Yeah. And you weighed 196. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's four pounds, dude. Four pounds. What the fuck is that, man? What did I say? You said two. Well, it's two plus two is four. That's crazy. You just broke my brain there that you were so confident about that. No, I think I think it was 193 point something. You want me to look exactly? I don't want to look. I'm just, oh. you gained four pounds. I gained, I gained 3.7. I mean, you gained four pounds. All right, let's we'll call round, it a four pound. Let's fucking round up here. All right, so look, what are you going to do? Because you literally just... 
You know what I'm going to do? Yeah. When I sit on all your girls' faces, it's going gonna gonna to be four no. more pounds of law. I'm going to be honest. You're 196. Tell them to swallow my cock. Fuck you, you whore that you're with. You're not riding the girl no you're face. with's a whore because she's with you. Think about that. Just think about that. It doesn't even make sense. Think about that. It doesn't make sense. She wouldn't be fucking you if she wasn't a whore. I mean, maybe. But look, you're not sitting if on any faces. If your body count is under 50, you've not led a life. Go start fucking girls right now. What your body count should be 50. What her body count should be, she should be a virgin. Otherwise, she's a whore. That's just how it is. One is too many. 50 is not enough. That's how I look at it. That's the first real thing you've said on this podcast. Shout out first real thing. No, I've no, no, said. no. Not not what you said. But if your girl is a virgin. Yes. Then the, the, the statement of if I fucked your girl, she'd know she's been missing because she's never been fucked before. True. So it would be true. True. You see? You see and my hypothetical? Like between two and three virgins a week. I don't think that's actually In true. my mind. And I don't think that's something to brag about. In my head. Again, the statue of limit. Love virgin. She's like, oh, Stu, I've never had a cock. I've been waiting for your cock. I want your cock. And I give her a cock. That's only how the dreams go. Previously in this podcast, you talk about all these stories you know about statute of limitations. Just these two things can't be said back. To all right. So 188 to 196. I'm in trouble right now because I'm in, I'm in like 200 zone, which what that means is this. I start my diet after the Super Bowl. So that means I can eat guilt-free November, December, You might not make it January. to the Super Bowl. February 11th is the Super Bowl. February 11th is on my father's birthday. Shout out Howie Fine, 87 years old. He will be 87 on February 11th. And every time you ask him how old he's going to be, he says, I'm going to be 90. I go, yeah, but you have to be 87 before you're 90. And he says, yeah, of course. I'm going to be 90. I No, Dad, you're going to be 87. No, no, Stu, I'm going to be 90. All right, you're going to be 90. Rule so, of thumb, you can't argue with people with dementia. You we're going to have an 87th birthday for my father, but it might say happy birthday, Howie, your 90th birthday on the Super Bowl. Well, you also did get, for to be fair, I'm to be gonna, fair, what? you got him a cake last year that had the wrong date on it. So you can't you can't bring this up without bringing up the fact that you didn't know what his birthday was last year. I wish him a happy 85th birthday last year. When and how old was he? Correct. He was 86. All right, so he could be 90 I this year. I made a mistake. Year. He could be 90 this year. <clears throat> if you made a mistake last True. year, he could be 90 this you year. You got me. Okay. You got me there. Spade You're to spade. fucking right. Spade to spade. You're fucking right. So... I tried to exercise and I haven't. <laughs> you did. I feel lethargic. What and does fat. try mean? Explain what that means. Try? Did you get dressed in your no, workout no. While gear? I was, while I was eating my uh, bacon, egg, and cheese, That's two eggs scrambled, crazy. bacon well done, hash browns, and a blueberry muffin, only the top of the muffin because the rest of the muffin is useless. I only eat the tops of muffins. And certain times... They don't wrap it no more, but they used to wrap it in this like cellophane, but it wasn't cellophane. It was like a paper. And I used to, I used to eat the top of the muffin and take the paper off and spit some of the top of the muffin in the like paper and then wrap it up and then eat the paper. And it would be like a crepe. It would be fucking phenomenal. Now, unlike some stories like Stu's baseball career in seventh grade, where he was the best in the world, you can actually watch this with your own eyes. This is on YouTube. So you could find, I don't know how you find it, search Stu Finer Muffin. No, Stu you could watch it. Blueberry Muffin. You could literally watch it live where he takes the muffin, spits the contents of the muffin in the wrapper, then chews the wrapper and actually swallows all of it. So you could actually relive this as a visual image. This is true. This is one of those things where these are like, you don't believe, you know, like you say a thousand wild things and this is the this is the hill that someone dies on where they're like, that does not happen. Stu's just lying. 
you can watch for yourself. So that actually does happen. I weigh 262 pounds in the video too. And it's fabulous because my, my tits are protruding into my half belly and it's always sweaty and yucky. So like if I'm, if I ever need some sweat, all I do is pick up one of my tits and I wipe What would under. you need sweat for? When you say, if I ever needed sweat, well, give me one scenario. Ninth inning, fucking two outs, I'm on the mound and I need a little spit to hold that ball so I could throw At 262, you're on the mound? You're the closer? You asked me a question. I'm asking. I would go under the tit, rub it to get a little wet, just like I can't go to my, my mouth during the... Uh, during the pitch, because they'll call me for a balk, I go under my tit, I get gooey sweat, and I throw that split finger fastball. Yeah, but that scenario and doesn't even work. That scenario doesn't even work because now they do the glove check and you would get fucking thrown out of the what? game. It wouldn't be a glove. It'd be They're not checking under my fat tit. Yeah, my point is that I weigh two hundred two pounds dude. while I'm doing the vi- while I'm, do while you I'm think eating they the check oven. Your while, I'm, while I'm eating while I'm eating the muffin. But they wouldn't check my tits, no. They would check your hand and it would yeah. be sticky. No, it wouldn't because I would have wiped it all on the ball. So the ball would be sticky. Right. Or like, or, or if they came up to me and my, my fingers were sticky, right before I gave them the glove to check my hand, I would sneeze right in my fucking hand. Now the guy has a, has Ooh, a existential what a decision. What a he move. He sees phlegm all over my fucking hands. Now what are you going to do? Why bitch? hasn't someone tried that? The phlegm on my hands is like the cum from this girl's girl that I banged after the game. He doesn't even know about it. I don't know why people don't try that, but they should because they're not divisive like me. They don't think crazy shit. I'm always thinking, if you're cheating and you give the guy the glove, you sneeze right in your fucking hands. like disgusting. Snot's coming out of your nose. It's on your fingers. What's the go? What's the fucking umpire going to do? He's going to fucking, he's going to do, I don't know. He's going to walk away. He might hand you a tissue. He Literally, literally. He might walk away. So that's I like that. That That's a good one. Thank you. So at 196 right now, I'm at a crossroad of my life. Uh, My A1C is off the charts. My sugars are terrible. My cholesterol is terrible. And you know something? I don't give a fuck. No, I listen. Listen, let me say it again. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You say that, but I don't believe you. I do care, but I don't. There you go. I want to be able to eat bang bitches and stay thin the rest of my life. Yeah, people like to live in fantasy land too, but that's not reality. True, but I I try. Do the best I can. So I'm in trouble with my weight. I'm in trouble uh, with my exercise. I'm in trouble with everything about my body. If you notice and you look at me, my face is round. If I was two inches shorter, I'd be perfectly round right now. I don't look good. What is the limit? Because like when they two hundred. So no, 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 no. It's not. It's not a weight. It's 200. not. A, it's not. A, it's no. It's not like a theoretical number of. If weight. I had a heart attack and I'm in the hospital, I'm sure I'll lose thirty pants. I'll come out thin. That's what I'm saying. It's going to take like a, a a toe getting cut off. Your dick stop working. I'm going to try. No, I'm going to try to fuck a nurse. If a nurse says you're too fat, I'd say I have to lose. Weight. I'm going to be honest. If you had a heart attack, there's no nurses that are fucking you because you'll probably die. So. That's well, not happening. That's not. You can't come after a heart attack. Uh, your heart gives out. You know how those commercials go. I'm if never your heart dying because of a heart attack. I'm dying because there's too much sugar in my blood, and and no blood runs. Cholesterol clogs the blood. My those heart are is side effects. Is an ox. Those are side my, effects my, to a heart attack. This listen. Just letting you know. My heart is amazing. Until it's not. It's 118 over 74. Just because it's 120 you, over 81. I'm not dying of a heart attack. Silent killer. All of a sudden, imagine, imagine if I died I'm not going to lie. This is one that of those. That would fucking no, go viral. No, no. No, why would that and go viral? If I died during the podcast. There's no video proof. Would you say just stop talking. Why don't you have the fucking camera to show your fucking father dying? I, that would I, get more than the 8 million views we got for Kate Adams. No way. 
No way. If I died on camera doing, I guarantee no. I get twenty million. You views. can't. You can't share death like that. Dave would share my death. Rest in peace. He would be such a fucking phony. I love Stu Fina. You know. Please, he would just be... For all you people that want to come out of the woodworks... Listen, Shout listen, out Dave Portnoy! Stop, stop, How about stop. Respect me when I'm alive! Just when that now happens... When I'm dead, you cunt! When that happens... I just called you a cunt! Listen, listen, listen. I called Dave Portnoy a cunt! Stop, stop, Tell stop, him. stop, stop. When that does happen, I just want to give people future notice. When they're going to, like... After you die, they're going to give that, like, fake sympathy shit. I'm going to call them out. Straight to their face. There will be no thanks for the condolences. I'm not one of those people at the fucking wake... I'm going to be like, you know, I'm just going to call them out. And it's straight to their face. Okay. And when I die, I don't want to hear no fake fucking, I can't take off from work. So I'm putting a fucking big barrel of candy in front of my house. I don't want to hear that. You take off from work. You sit down next to someone and you ask if you could finger fuck them during my service. Because that's what I want. You want finger people fucking, finger fucking during your funeral Finger service. fucking during the service. Okay. Strangers, matter of fact. And then once you're done finger fucking them, put your fingers in their fucking mouth. And then ask their name. After you're done finger fucking, after you put the fingers in their mouth, after they suck them dry, then ask their name. That's what you should do. Shout out finger fucking at my funeral. So I'm in trouble with my health. Speaking of your health. I'm in trouble with my health. Yes. So wait, what's your plan? You can't just be a fraud. My plan is to plan my funeral right now. No, no, no. I want to make sure the music's perfect. I want to make sure, you know, like, I want to make sure everything's right. The food's right. If you don't make it, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a guarantee here. Why? <clears throat> Why? You're getting zero of this if you don't make it for the next four years. I'll make it for the next. I'm just letting you know I'm not gonna have. How any old of am this. I right now? Sixty two. I'll be dead before seventy. I got eight years left. So if you want me to impregnate your girl, you better fucking call me quick. You got eight years. Because my 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 cum and my semen is better than yours. Listen, I'm gonna be honest. Judging by your numbers, there's no way those semen are swimming. You you you're shooting fucking blanks for the rest of your life. I don't think so. I think so. It's not true. I They're going to come out deformed. I never, I never got clipped. I never. Sandy wanted me to, you know, take care of myself, and I never did because I said, "What happens if a bus runs you over and I meet a hot girl and I want to have kids?" She said, "You're a low life scum." I said, "Well, hey, listen, you married me. You I don't. Know. I don't know. I think you did that. I think you did that to yourself, though. The um, you didn't get snipped, but you've destroyed your body enough that I don't think it works. Now. I don't. I don't think so. I think so. All right, let's let's have an experiment. In in these notes, someone send their girl over to me that once it gets impregnated by my dick and my cum, and I'll come in her vagina and I'll close her legs and I'll shake her up and down, and then we'll have a beautiful baby boy. And yeah. we'll see what's up. Yeah, I don't think so. We'll see what's up. I don't Shout think out what the fuck is up. So my health is in trouble. I'm in real trouble. I, I don't want to make light of it because I just did for 30 minutes, but I'm in trouble. That's the bottom line. I mean, after this podcast, first thing I'm going to do is go upstairs, smoke a joint. Jokes aside, what and is your plan? I have no plan. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wallow in self pity and fat and lordness, look to get blown as much as I can and die. That's it. I don't want to hear My life's you talk. over already. I I've don't want to hear it. I've seen it all. Listen, I've done listen, it all. Listen, There's listen. nothing to do. All I got to do the rest of my life is struggle. I you can't eat carbs. You can't eat sugar. You can't eat cakes, cookies, ice cream. You're a diabetic. Still, you're a diabetic. Take Ozempic. Take Moderna. Take Moderna. Take fucking poison. No. I just want to point out. I don't want to struggle out. the rest of my life. I want to be 400 pounds. I want to fuck. And I want to just shit in my pants where I die. How old do you, Stu? 62 years old. And be 63. Shout out 63. Now, give me a second here. Yes. Because this has been my take on life. It's Stu's take, but he doesn't know how to verbalize it because he's just Stu. 
you people out there, okay, the people listening, the people grinding right now, if you're a doctor, a lawyer, Stu's age is where you decide life is going to be start living. You worked your whole life, you've saved all your money, now you're 62, and Stu, like like he said, he's done. So if you're saving for that light at the end of the tunnel when you're 62, you fucking lost. They tricked you. If you're not living now, it's a waste of time. Because you when lived- you're 62... Right. There's nothing to do. You should be over already. You could play tennis, you could play golf, and you Ask could go... Ask God to kill you. Correct. So, what the fuck? So look, so my <laughs> advice is not start to Start living save. at 11 years old. You got to start like living at 11. you're going to die tomorrow. Start living at 11. Exactly. There you go. Exactly, I like that. Alex. See? Start living at 11. You could die anytime you want after 50, because there's nothing really good at What are you going to do with those millions at 62? The pussy you're getting at 50 is so disgusting. And 60, it's gross anyway. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking 20-year-olds no more. I mean, reality, right? So what the fuck is the point? Now, some of you have no dick. Some of you have no sex game. Some of you can't fuck. So you've never fucked. So it's good for you because you walk around going, hey, I'm not fucking anyone, but no one cares because I'm 50, 60. You don't even ask. But you're a fucking loser. That's what I got to say. Right now, go to a top-of-the-line whorehouse. Have your asshole eaten by a whore. Have your balls sucked by a whore. Have a whore Take her tongue and separate each ball, one side left, one side right, while she's finger-fucking your ass. Then you've lived. If you haven't done that yet, if you haven't done it, you haven't lived, you have a shit life, and probably your girl's banging somebody behind your back. And that's the bottom line. Fair. In this context, and you don't even know it. In this context, to prove the point, sure. All right, let's get into sports. Let's get into sports. World Series. I don't give a fuck about World Series. World Series, the worst ratings ever in the history of World Series. 11 million people. I ha- I and like I, to see wait, the 11 million wait, wait. people it, that watched is it. Is that official? Yes. And I said it would be the worst. worst. But it, it is the worst on Absolute record. worst. The I only, watched it last night. The only night. thing that could even compare to it is the pandemic. Yeah, no, no, no. It's so... B- listen, listen, listen. Last night there was hockey. I don't watch hockey, Okay. But if I had to go back in time, instead of watching that piece of shit game, which was on the bottom right, which is from my vantage point of where I sit in the den of the five TVs, I had the main TV on football. I had basketball rotating on top left, bottom left, top right. And then I had baseball sometimes on bottom right. It's not enjoyable. The teams I don't give a fuck about. And I'm glad that the numbers show it because this is definitely, as far as, baseball's concerned the rule changes that they tried to do it's backfired because now dog shit teams half the league makes the playoffs in the wild card format has not done anything for me the last two years i think it's dog shit baseball's fucking dying a slow death and like i know there's the baseball purists out there who say it's still the greatest game ever and you're lying to yourself that's fine but numbers are numbers numbers don't lie the world series is tragic if you think that parody and any team winning can solve the problem, it can't. It's a dog shit product. I don't know what they have to change, but I don't give a fuck. And I'm just saying from the bottom right TV last night, I should have put hockey on because I don't even like watching hockey regular season, but I'd rather watch hockey regular season than that. I could have saw Connor Bedard do that 30 second goal bullshit fastest score ever 
I think he's 18 years and 100 days or something. He scored in the first 30 seconds of a game. I missed that because I was watching the dog shit fucking MLB World Series that no one gives a fuck about. Even people in Arizona, even people in Texas, no one fucking cares. Okay, here are the, here's the numbers. Game one, World Series. Average 9.172 million viewers on Fox. An additional 182,000 on Fox Deportes. It also averaged a 4.6 rating. The lowest rating, according to Sports Media Watch, in the history of... Of World Series. Now, when was that game in in respect? What was what what day was that? A couple of days ago. No, no, no. I'm saying it was Sunday night. Was Saturday night? Did it go against? No, well, game one or game three was on Monday. They had a day off on Sunday, so so that it was Friday. Friday. Yeah, Friday. There's no excuses because you're not going against any major sport. The lowest before that was a 5.1 rating. This one did a 4.6, 5.1 rating, and a 9.35 million viewers. That was in game one of the 2020 World Series between the Rays and the Dodgers. So think about that. It was a Friday night where people had... That's when he pulled Blake Snell and uh, cost him the World Series, right? Blake Snell was pitching a shutout in game six. Then they pulled him, and then Dodgers came back and won. That was the lowest rating since then? Yep. Why was that rated so low? I thought because that was, a it was good the game. pandemic. Oh, okay. Fair. I feel like pandemic should have been better because what the fuck were people watching? They I forgot mean, about sports. That's a problem. No one gives a fuck about the Diamondbacks or the Rangers besides people in those states. But bottom line is this. Nobody. That's like, no, no, no. That's not nobody. a fraud. That's like you couldn't have had a bigger layup than that. You had the all-time comebacks of the Diamondbacks being down, winning the last two games you had the all-time comeback of the the Rangers winning the last two to beat the Astros, the scumbag Astros. You had the hype. You had the underdog story. You had, this is a new scene. Maybe people wanted to watch just to see what would happen. And then you also set it up with a couple off days. And then on Friday, after work, you had the whole, you know, whole week to promote. No one's doing anything on Friday night. You're not really against anything. There was no real college football game this Friday. And you still manage to drop a fucking goose egg and no one gives a fuck. So if people didn't give a fuck now, they're never going to give a fuck. Correct. Unless the, listen, you know how you solve baseball? You have an ALCS with the Yankees versus the Red Sox. And then you have an NLCS with the Dodgers versus mm, the Giants or Padres. You have to have like an elite level matchup where people actually give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you unless you literally rig it, no one's going to fucking care. That's just my point. I think baseball is fucking dead. What do you think? Um, I love baseball. You know it's my favorite sport out of But anything. do you actually? You didn't even watch I, a game last night. Well, because I don't give a fuck. About I know. I'm actual, just saying. I don't really care about it. I don't, I don't care about Texas, Arizona. I don't care about Arizona. Arizona ruined everything. I mean, I don't believe they're still there. It's just unbelievable. It's uh, the fucking 184 games this year. They won 84 fucking games this year. That's the problem. I mean, they won because 84 it, games this year. The one thing about baseball, it's always, since this new. You can't new, win 84 no, no. games and win the World Series. Sin, even, or be in the World Series. Let's be Just honest. Can't. Let's be honest. You, you couldn't win the wild card game before the new format and ever have a chance. You know what I'm saying? It's It was always beaten to your head that it's a 160 game season. You know, it, it matters because bottom line is there's so many games. It matters. Okay. But what this wild card format now, anybody could get in. Okay. And now anyone could win. So this is the first time where like, I, I just don't think that the format helps 
because it just doesn't matter. So now we're at a point where, you know, you have teams that no one cares about and the regular season really didn't matter because, I mean, it showed last year with the Mets. They won 100 games. It got bounced in the wild card. It happened again this year. So if teams are winning 100 games and it really just doesn't amount to shit, I, I just can't understand why like why are you watching baseball in fucking april unless you just love the sport but if you're not a die hard fan of baseball there's just no way that this is good for the product the only way to solve this issue is just to have you know someone like the yankees win or someone like the dodgers win but that's manufacturing results but barring that i don't really see how you solve this issue because you're going to have these 80 win teams getting in and it's just obviously no one gives a fuck because, you know, if they did, people would watch and they don't. So that's where we're at. So, I mean, bottom line is this. I'm not going to get into the World Series until it's like one team can close out another. I think Texas is perfect on the road. And it shows you how important Bruce Bochy is. I mean, won the World Series in 2010, 2012, 2014. For the Giants, I had Buster Posey. He had a lot of great pitchers. But be that as it may, he's actually won three World Series. And that is invaluable because he knows how to steady the team. He knows how to steady the crew. I mean, Texas Rangers, if you don't beat him this year, when are you going to beat him? You're going to beat him next year where Scherzer's going to be healthy. DeGrom's going to be healthy. That's your one, two. They already have three, four, five there. I mean, it's over. It's fucking over. It is actually fucking over. Give him his flowers. Bochi deserves all of the flowers. Amazing. Absolutely it's amazing. It's fucking incredible what he did. And again, the reason I love baseball more than any other sport is is I probably could have been one of the greatest baseball players to ever live. Greatest catcher. You know, Johnny Bench, Colton Fisk, you know, Mike Piazza. Like, I hit better than Mike Piazza, but, you know, I wanted to be a sports advisor. So the reason that you know even Mike Piazza's name is is because of me, because I became a sports So Mike should thank of, you. He should get on his knees and thank you. Yeah, absolutely. That's what he, you're should, he should give me partial ownership of that fucking soccer team that he ruined, and uh, people hate him because he's a scumbag, doesn't know how to run the team. Yes. Absolutely. Shout out Mike Piazza. You're the most Mike? overrated player that's ever lived. You've won nothing. You've won zero. You're not a champion. You're a choke artist. Okay? But when you do see him, we take a picture and we say we love you. Love Mike Piazza. Always. Love him. Love his that's, wife. Listen, love, no matter love what. His soccer team. Love everything about Mike. Shout out Mike. Another life lesson. You could have adamant feelings about someone, but when you meet them, you're fake as fuck. Oh, and you ask for a picture. No, you listen, kiss their ass. Mike Piazza. It's the greatest kidding catcher ever. Correct. Just, Besides I'm, me. I'm just throwing that out. But there. I, I didn't pursue it is what I'm saying. Fair. He should be. Listen, Mike should have Mike should be happy that you didn't pursue baseball. That's what I heard. All right. Let's get into early NBA, Alex. Let's uh, let's see what what's going on. Give us a quick overview of the season, who you think is going to win the championship, so on and so forth. It's uh, still Nuggets, Nuggets, Nuggets in the West. Are they undefeated so far this year? They are undefeated. And have they covered all, all the games. They have not covered all the games, but they're. They're just clicking. Okay. It's there is no this is as far as nuggets go, usually even last year, it's always Jokic comes in like he first of all, you know he doesn't want to be there, but this is the best shape he's ever came into camp. This is the best he's ever looked from game one ever. So like where you have an advantage over the Nuggets in past years is when Jokic comes into the season, he starts slow. Just has, to, you know, like starting slow for him is, you know, 
uh, I mean, triple double box scores. Don't tell the story, but yes, he starts slow. He's not starting slow. Neither is the team. The team's clicking. Jamal Murray's incredible. Jokic is incredible. Aaron Gordon's playing. He revamped his whole career. He he knows his role. Michael Porter Jr. is a stud. KCP's very solid. They have a ton of bench talent. I like the Julian Straw, their pickup. It hasn't really paid out. But the kid Christian Brown finally got it going. You saw him in the finals. He's going to be a factor. He's going to step up big. And I like the Straw, their pickup, because he could just bang threes. They have weapons. The, the team got better, in my opinion, from last year. Which even, is scary. Even That's th- scary. No, even though they lost Bruce Brown, who was crucial on that run, he was amazing. But I, I feel like they're better this year, okay? Because they have the championship pedigree. They know what it takes to win. I got Mike Malone's a great coach. So I would say in the West right now, the Lakers, the key thing to watch for the Lakers is they just, they just escaped a narrow victory versus the Magic. And it almost went to overtime for a second straight game. They went to OT for, versus the Kings, and they lost that game. LeBron's schedule for this year was that he was supposed to be on, you know, a minutes restriction without the minutes restriction. Like, it's it's supposed to be monitored by the team. He was supposed to play very, very, you know, 30-something minutes, 28, 30. Uh, that has went out the door since game two. Yeah, that's horseshit. So now they are, I think they're 2-2. Two and two. They might be, uh, I think they were one and two before last game. I could be wrong about the record. But LeBron's, the 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 stress that he's putting on his body right now for, for the first four games is arguably since he started with the Cavs. Like, I, I, he might have played more minutes in the first four minutes this year than he has in the last 15 years. So, th- this is going to end bad, okay? Because you just can't be, you can't be scraping by with this load for LeBron and only be 500. And to be honest, like you're, you're barely beating the magic, which I think the magic are very good this year. They're young and it was on a back to back, but I'm just saying the, the, the amount of minutes that LeBron's taking right now, I don't want to say it because I don't want to root for it. I'm not rooting for an injury, but it's just one of those things where he's playing too many minutes. Something's going to happen. So, I mean, AD is playing at a pretty high level. I mean, he's, you know, he's putting up stat sheet numbers every day, you know, in and out. I don't really know if he's impacting the game as far as his box scores are showing. Because if you just look at box scores, it looks like he's on an MVP caliber season. And I just don't see it. Even when I watch the games, it just isn't, uh, it isn't what the level of, you know, what his box score numbers show. But yeah, I I don't think the Lakers are going to make any noise. I really don't like the roster. I think that the Clippers getting James Harden, that's a mega trade. I think that's incredible for that team. They're already clicking. Ty Lue's an amazing coach, one of the best coaches in the league. So right now in the West, I would say that it's Nuggets 1, and then it's Fluid 2-3-4 where I would put Kings, I would put Clippers, and Suns. And I think the Warriors, listen, the Warriors are playing incredible, but it's all Steph Curry. Like, if you watch these games, Steph Curry's just dropping 40s every night. He's the greatest shooter ever, and he hasn't lost a step. And he's going to age gracefully, barring his ankle staying healthy, because he can just shoot like any other human. So that's the West, and the East is pretty much the Bucks. Damian Lillard has got off to, you know, first game it looked good. Then Dame threw up a goose egg in, you know, game two. And then uh, he came back strong 
in game three. They're going to have to work out some kinks because Dame Lillard can't go 0-4 and a half like he did in game two and just absolutely shit the bed and they get embarrassed by the Hawks. But barring that, I still like the, the Boston Celtics look like, I mean, every regular season, they're always top of the East. They're one or two. But this year in particular, it looks so much better than last year. I mean, they have Porzingis. He's playing at an you know all-star, all-star caliber. They have Jason Tatum, who's arguably the best night in, night out. And Jalen Brown was taking a backseat first couple games. Last night, he went off and had like 20-something points in the first half. They have Derek White, who could literally be the best player on any given night. Uh, losing Marcus Smart as far as like a Boston fandom was tough because he was like the ultimate Boston Celtic and he lived, bled, sweat and tears for that team. But the trade that they made to get rid of him and not really get rid of him, but trade him to get Drew Holiday, to get this caliber of a Porzingis, Drew Holiday, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Bottom line is this, you lost Robert Williams who barely played. He was always hurt. And when he did play, he put up 20 minutes. What Porzingis does is everything Robert Williams does as far as a rim protector, as far as rebounds, as far as blocks, um, except he could spread the floor. He could shoot 35 fucking point th- or 35 foot threes like he's Steph Curry. So, the I mean, Porzingis right now is just, what he did to the Knicks was one of the most, I mean, it was just fun to watch because he went back. The Garden hates him. New York Knicks fans hate him. And he just fucking stuck his dick in their throat. So the Celtics are clear-cut number ones right now. I thought the Bucks would be in the mix, but I think there is a very, very large margin between how they started. I don't know where it's going to end up. But for the first, let's just say, five games of the season, Celtics are head and shoulders one. And then it's Bucks at the two. Uh, Philly has, I thought they'd start slow without James Harden, and they haven't. Maxi has been incredible. Joel Embiid's playing incredible. Um, and now that they have Robert Covington coming to them, I think that that, that piece could replace the P.J. Tucker. But losing P.J. Tucker and obviously losing James Harden is fucking tough. So they're going to need to, if they they might be in the mix of the top five because I think that the East is, you know, as we know, it's very wide open. So Hawks, Hawks are playing good ball, but the... The the 76ers, if they want to be contenders, they're going to have to make a big trade at the trade deadline. They're going to have to get a piece similar to how the Celtics got Drew Holiday. They're going to have to get a player of that caliber who could uh, three and D, um, you know, run the point and just be a veteran in some aspects. So until they get that piece, I don't see them doing anything. So again, it's Bucks Celtics in the East, and I think the Denver Nuggets are just going to coast to be a one seed in the West and no one really talks about them and Jokic should probably be going for his uh, fourth straight MVP because he got robbed he got robbed last year now with the now with Harden being on the Clippers does that make them much 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 they're undefeated already and they're scary so yes does he run the point now is he going to be the point yes he will run the point and they'll probably have uh, Westbrook come off the bench so I mean Westbrook on any given night the energy Westbrook brings, forget about how you think of him as a player. Um, it's just one of those things that you can't teach hustle. Like you just, that doesn't exist. So, um, oh wait, I'm sorry. The Clippers did lose. I, they lost one game. I forgot what the, what game they lost. I don't know why I said undefeated. But yeah, as far as like the, the starting lineup, now that you have, uh, I don't know who's going to be, you know, he, Ty Lue will probably throw around a couple rotations, but to have, 
the 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 three or four be James Harden, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. I mean Zubot Zubots will probably play the five, and then you'll probably have PJ Tucker in the mix. I mean that's a solid five. Solid because PJ Tucker he might not like if you look at stat sheets you're like what the fuck is this dude doing in the league? The the defense that PJ Tucker brings is one of those things that if you want to win a championship you need a player like PJ Tucker, or at least like. You like to I don't know. There's not many people who could defend like him. So he might not ever like his box score is never going to be impressive. And the intangibles, he might not even fill up the stat sheets with steals or blocks. But what he does on the defensive end that's not recorded on the stat sheet is something that a championship team needs. So it's going to be huge for them. Like it's uh, I mean, it definitely improve. And whenever you take a, a caliber player like James Harden, I don't give a fuck what people say about how he chokes in the playoffs. Last last playoffs, he did not fucking choke. He single-handedly won them two games. Joel Embiid was a no-show. So you're taking a player like that. If he could do that in the playoffs, uh, they could beat anyone in the West, including the Nuggets. So, yes, it's a huge pickup. It's incredible. But, yeah. So I, I would say that the, the Clippers are definitely in the mix. And low-hanging fruit here, the strip clubs. In Los Angeles. No, no, no. James Harden. Just these, went through the roof. These are L.A. kids. The, the, these aren't. It's not the strip clubs. Does it's, he walk in with like $100,000 and just throw it in the air? He walks in with six six figures. He Gotta has his jersey. Guy. There's there's strip clubs to this day in Houston that literally when you walk in, they retired his jersey like rafters. Gotta love him. No, he's a legend. It's it's almost one. It almost wants you to have a vagina. And he also almost listen, listen. He also saved four hundred thousand by not getting fined. I think that's the fine that was going to be every time he didn't. He held out. He got the four hundred that he would have lost in the seventy sixers when he showed up to camp. Like fake showed up, where obviously he wasn't going to play. He knew it, but he just showed up so that they couldn't fucking fine him the four hundred thousand. You got to respect Daryl Morey to to basically take a player that's untouchable or, you know, as far as a locker room, like he could never work the way he, he said he was never going to play for a team that Daryl Morey was a part of. So you have a player that has, I mean, he's so good. So he still has trade value, but you're basically giving, you have no leverage as far as trading him because teams know that it's a situation that you need to get rid of. It's almost like a cancer. Every second you leave it, it's going to fucking just ruin your organization. And he still got a fucking great deal. I mean, he got a ton of, you know, getting these first round picks as far as, you know, it's a 28 and a 29. So it's not really going to help them in the here and now, but it will help them in the here and now when you could use that to flip an asset or flip it in a trade. So, I mean, getting first is always, you know, it's amazing. So, yeah, got to give it up. I think both teams improved as far as, you know, what the 76ers will do. They'll probably wait till the trade deadline to move a piece, but, uh, they're not, they're not really struggling right now. So they're, they're winning. And, uh, I think the Clippers are going to be scary to be honest. I agree. I agree. Okay. Let's get to college football. So we still have Georgia on top. I think Georgia, you know, like this is becoming a farce. What, what do they have that, what do they have the top five right now? 
I mean, Georgia is just so much right now. Right now, it's 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 also fluid because it's Georgia one, Michigan two, Ohio State three, Florida State four, Washington five, and as we know, Michigan and Ohio State are going to play in the next uh, few weeks. So this this November schedule, unbelievable. No, no, every week is going to be fucking incredible. life or death games. It's life or death, but it's it's fucking incredible. Thank God for the playoffs. Well, no, I mean, I like the playoffs. You like the I I. I'll I'm like I'm year. looking forward to the expansion. I want to see I want to see more than four teams. Four when, teams for me, it's just like well, next year how many are there? Is it eight next year? Yeah, I think it goes to eight. Yeah, but I I, I just like it. I think it's a uh, any kind of um, format where it's winner go home is is just incredible. I think Ole Miss is a very good team, by the way. I think they're very underrated. I think they could beat anybody any day, any time. And uh, since they covered for us as a hundred dollar on Saturday, uh, they're my number one team. In I mean, how football. could you say they're underrated though? Well, what are they rated right now? I think they're at the seven seats. So okay, I mean, like how I, well, they... I, I think I think they could beat anybody. Or no, sorry, sorry, they're they're at the eleven seat. Yeah, I mean, I think they could beat anyone from let's say four through ten. At will, I don't know if they could beat the top three. What are they the top three? They have Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Ohio State, yeah. Florida State's four. I mean, those are those are four incredible teams right there. So right when now, Michigan plays Ohio State. That's the fucking game of the career. But that right, is the game. right now, the top four is looking like I mean, barring you know a tragedy. Uh, they win. Well, Michigan and Ohio State can have a loss. Somebody's having a loss. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's going to be Georgia, either Michigan or Ohio State, Florida State, Washington. That's what it's looking to pan out. Unless there's going to be a one-loss team in the... And then it throws everything for Well, the Michigan-Ohio State could have a one-loss team and could stay. Let's say Washington gets blown out. And who's uh, six? Six is Oregon right so now. So let's say... Well... But Washington lost... Beat Oregon, so... they are, That almost cancels out Oregon. No, it helps. It helps Washington. So even if they do get a loss, it's like, you know... That would be their only loss. They're undefeated right now, Washington? Yeah. Hmm. They are... Listen, now, we're going to... I was going to save it to the end, but... No, give it now. This game, this week. Which week? Right now. Wow. This Saturday. This Saturday. Upcoming Saturday. Upcoming Saturday. There's okay, a couple so games which, on the card. Wednesday. So we have Wednesday to Thursday. Thursday, Friday, Friday, Saturday. Three days away you're talking about. Correct. The, the game of So of no, I'm just gonna I'm gonna just gonna set the week. Go. So we have a we have a great games this week. I would say that the key game, um let me just get the there, there I mean there's a couple rank first ranks. We got Kansas State playing Texas. Great game. Four and a half point spread. That's uh, seven seed versus 25. And Kansas State has just looked incredible the last couple weeks. Yes. That's must-see TV. Um, We have Notre Dame versus Clemson, which is, you know, Clemson is kind of shit. But somehow this spread's still three. I don't know how. Um, Notre Dame's three in Clemson? Correct. Wow. But it's still Clemson's four and four. Like, they're nothing special. We have Oklahoma versus Oak State, which Oklahoma fucked us. And even though they do have a one loss, uh, it's a great game. Let's see if they could bounce back. And then the we get to we get to the the meat and bones. These next few games are actually gonna decide, you know, who's who. We have LSU versus Bama, which is you know an SEC staple. Um, it's thirteen versus eight. But it's always you know these two two, two teams could probably be unranked, and it would be must see TV. But the key game here is Washington versus USC. Okay, this is number five versus twenty-four, and I don't know why, I don't know how, but USC still gets respect. Now you have an undefeated Washington team, eight and zero, going into USC, who's seven and two, who has struggled every single week. 
um, who does not have a defense. Like they have people that play defense, but it's not a real defense. They can't stop a nosebleed. Um, it's fucking embarrassing how bad they are. And they're wasting away Caleb Williams last year playing college football. I digress. The spread is three and a half. Now, Washington has struggled the last few weeks, but so has USC. The one thing is Washington's defense stopped Bo Nix. Okay. They stopped the Oregon offense. They stopped Bo Nix. The, the USC defense has never stopped anyone. Like, I'm going to be honest. I said it from week one of this. You could go back and listen. They do not have a defense. Okay. I said, bet the fucking over in every USC game. And if you listen to me from week one, you would be eight and one against the spread because Every game has gone over. The only game that hasn't gone over is when they beat Stanford 56 to 10. And it didn't go over the 70 because Caleb Williams didn't play in the second half. I'm literally, I don't know if he took a snap in the second half. So barring that one game where literally he did not take a snap in the second half, every single game has gone over. So I would just say, forget about the total because it's probably going to go over again. But Michael Penix Jr. is going to have a game this week versus uh, USC. And there's no way they're staying within three and a half points. It's just not going to happen. Like the USC's defense is so bad. I don't care if Caleb Williams has his best game ever, which I'm going to be honest. If you go back and you look at Caleb Williams versus defenses that actually can play defense, his stats aren't that good. And why is that though? Because I mean, we had him at lock. As the number one pick, we had him as a he's lock. Still, the best player he's, still, in college football. he's still the best quarterback I've ever seen yeah, play the game. Why is he playing so poorly? Because they do not have an offensive line and they don't have a defense. So, I so, mean. So he has no help. No help. Yeah, but, but in other words, how can that be? I mean, literally, how can that be, though? Like, he's supposed to be so great. Last year, he was so great. He was supposed to pick up all teams, and now he looks fucking pedestrian. So with no offensive line and really no skill players, he can do nothing. No, no. He has skill players, but you, you, if you have no O-line and you have no time in the pocket to throw and you're always scrambling and you're picking up fucking insane plays with your feet, bottom line is this. He's, he's an incredible player. He's still the best quarterback I've ever seen. He's still going to go number one. I don't think he's going to win the Heisman because his team's fucking trash. But for this week, they're going to get blown out. And I think they're going to get blown out this week. And I think next week when they play Oregon, it's going to be arguably worse because I think they're just going to run it up because Dan Lansing, just for some reason, I mean, he, he's still wiping the cum out of his mouth that Washington literally put when he went for it on fourth down, got stuffed, looked like a joke, three plays, Penix Jr. went right down the field and scored. Uh, you look like a clown when you go for it on fourth down, it backfires and you lose. You pretty much lose your college football playoff chances. Um, he's going to make a statement in two weeks. So not this week, but one week from now when Oregon plays USC, he's going to run up every score he can. So Oregon's a team where I would just want, like, they're going to score as many points as possible, just trying to sneak into some incredible scenario where something happens where, you know, a couple upsets, but it's not going to happen. That was the game they needed to win and they didn't. But Washington this week, there's just no defense. Like when you, you can't take a Heisman, uh, the, the kid that's been throwing up 50 points a game. If you can't stop fucking if you can't stop uh, Colorado from going down the field at will, there's no way in hell you're going to stop fucking this Washington team. So they could put 50 up. No, 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 no. If they put 50 up, the under's going to hit. What's the over-under? 70. Wow. 
I think they're going to beat they're, they're going to beat them by two, three, four, five, six touchdowns. So this I just, could be like 79. They're going to score. I think Washington could easily score 70 easily. I, I it sounds crazy, but they're not going to be there's no it's almost like you just go out there, play offense. And the way they play offense is like they don't need big plays. They don't have you know, they could run the ball. They do these screen passes, very quick passes right out the gate. And USC last year, where they escaped and how they had like the chance to be in the playoff was they had turnovers. The turnover margin was, you know, they would get a few picks and give Kayla Williams some life. Uh, the defense last year was somehow better than this year, which is almost impossible because they were fucking terrible. But they're, they're god-awful. They're terrible. They can't stop anything. So I just think Washington's going to rout them. And they're just going to score on pretty much every drive they touch the ball. Barring like on like is, four different plays. the line of the game Washington is? Three and a half. Okay, and you're laying that for your ball sack. I mean, yeah. All, my ball sack's on the line fading USC for the next two weeks. Okay. Big ball enough. sack lay. Locked in. Locked in. Washington minus three and a half. A Alex Finer lock. Um, all right. NFL, let's go to it right now. I think the NFL is upside down right now. It's just absolutely incredible. It's the best time of the year to be an NFL fan, an NFL better and uh there's possibilities and opportunities every single time take advantage of weak teams and uh take advantage of the strong teams that are not so strong right now and the odds make is really a very sharp in the nfl the nfl is going to be extremely hard for you to win money in november and december and january like it always is like every fucking year nothing is easy nfl is never easy so right now the 49ers are absolutely definitively not the best team in the nfl so they are off the chart as the best team in the NFL. Kansas City Chiefs are not the best team in the NFL. We're taking them off the charts this week. Both teams have problems, they have weaknesses, and they can be exploited. Wait, who? The Chiefs and the 49ers. I'm taking them both off the list as number one team in the NFL. Why? Uh, I just watched the Chiefs get pissed on by the Correct. Denver Broncos. I don't think they're that good. I've been saying all year they're not good. I think they're doing it with smoke and mirrors. I think they got real fucking problems. And but what I'm problem? Still... So when you say real fucking problems, right? It's it's eight weeks in. We've played eight. They are top of their division, and the Chargers at three and four are their only competition. So they I think, still have the best record so in the AFC. I think I'm the just Chief, asking. I, I think the Chiefs are one and done. One and done. Yeah, if they win, if they win their division, they get a buy. If they don't win their division, which is almost going to be impossible, they'll sit out. Uh, if they if they are in the wild card round, they lose. If they make it to the second week, because they'll have the buy, they're losing. They're losing the first playoff game. They're just not fucking there. I, it just it just is never happening. They're not going back to back. They're well, not going back to back. At least it's a at least it's an improvement from your first week where they weren't making the playoffs. So they're making the playoffs now. Well, I I honestly don't know. They're one you know one injury away to Travis Kelsey, one injury away to uh, Pat Mahomes, and they're well, fucking and they're golfing. Every, every golfing. Every team is one injury away from golfing. their quarterback. Every team. There's not one team that could suffer a quarterback injury and be relevant. I think right now the best team in the NFL, if you're talking about right this second, right now, today, right this fucking second, is either in the AFC, the Jacksonville Jaguars, or the Baltimore Ravens. Those are the two best teams in the AFC by far. No two ways about it. And in the NFC, really, only you only have two teams. You have the Philadelphia Eagles and you have the Detroit Lions. That's it. That's it. That's it's over right now. I so think I think it's Lions, uh, Eagles, one of those two versus the Ravens, Jaguars right now. No, I think that the people are at a 
Three weeks ago, they were at an all-time high of the 49ers. I don't know how you could beat this team. Uh, they're unstoppable. I was I was leaning towards that territory. Uh, I think that are all-time low right now, losing three straight, and I think that there's so much value on them right now. Yeah, but five I, and three. I just I fucking watch. I watch Joe Burrow shred them, and I watch Cincinnati Bengal defense piss on them. And we also watched Joe Burrow in the first three weeks of the season look like he didn't know how to play quarterback. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just saying. This is what he does every year. It's what he does every year. He just fucking starts slow. They're zero and two. They're one and three, and then they win. He never starts straight. that slow. Well, listen. He, now he's in groove. And the Bengals can make some really fucking noise. They the are. AF, the AFC now. I'm just telling you, the I Bengals can the make three best right, teams so in the, the NFL. The Bengals can make noise, right? But they I think also are, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Cincinnati is at the bottom of that division. Yeah, but then you're going, also. But they're not going to be when it when it counts. Is what I'm saying. You could see they're getting better. You could see they're getting stronger. I'm just you saying you're picking, getting healthier. You're picking two teams in the same division. That just doesn't work. No, 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 absolutely. But I'm saying right now, for my money, five best teams in the NFL right now, Ravens, Jaguars, Bengals, I'm not sold Eagles. On the, I'm not sold on the Jaguars. I just Lions. Don't, they're just not that good. Well, they are that good. They aren't. They are. They aren't. They're in a shit division, so they're going to win the division. They're going to start rolling people. No, no, they're going to be the top of that division. I mean, they're the highest team in the NFL right now. Once they get to the playoffs, they though, straight. I don't think they have an edge over any team that's going to make the playoffs. Oh, I do. Come I don't, on. I honestly don't. You're not stopping their offense. I think you, you could stop their offense. Not, you're simply not stopping their offense. Well, you you can. can. Because you could stop their offense like last year where they were stopped, and then, you know, the fucking choke job of the the century decade millennium happened. So, all right. So listen, here, bottom line is this right now. Let, let's wrap this up. Okay. NFL who's winning Super Bowl? One team. Chiefs, still Chiefs. NBA who's winning the NBA championship? Nuggets, still Nuggets. NCAA football who's winning the college championship? Still Georgia. Okay. And we're going to say either uh, Carolina or Vegas uh, or the Rangers, New York Rangers winning. Nah, Stanley we're Cup. Vegas. Listen, Carolina, this podcast, Vegas, this podcast Rangers. has had a, the ultimate future cash, which was the one NHL game I saw in December. I said it. I locked it up. Vegas Knights. It Shout cashed. out Vegas Knights. It cashed. Shout out. We got close. Vegas Knights. We got close. Well, we had Georgia too, but the Vegas Knights was an underdog. Yes. And we also had. Georgia was big. Vegas my, was. My big. NBA playoff matchup was Nuggets versus Sixers, and I had the Sixers winning. I still gave you the Nuggets in the. You know, to come out of the West, so that was you know from the you did good game one. But, but bottom good. line Listen is Alex Fina. Bottom line is the futures. From my loin futures of hockey. We're just going knights. We're knights forever because now we're free rolling for life. That's my point. We're just betting the knights forever. I don't even watch hockey. I don't care. I still won. Fair enough. So that's it. And then now, so now as we get into November, obviously Thanksgiving is the focus. If you've never given someone a Thanksgiving shout out, I want to honestly say you're a lowlife. You're a scumbag. Your priorities are not where they should be because Thanksgiving is really the only real holiday that you could say thank you. That you say thank you. I'm not talking about thank you to Moses. I'm not talking about thank you to Jesus. Not talking thank you to Allah, John Smith, whatever other leaders we have. I'm talking just thank you to a common man. And the Thanksgiving shout out really does that. What I do is I go through all the favorite things that you eat during Thanksgiving and then I shred someone. So someone that you love should be taken apart by me, by 
going over Thanksgiving food and then ripping them a new fucking asshole, okay? So a Thanksgiving shout out, if you haven't done it, you should do it to your best friend, to your significant other, to your soulmate. It should be a stew finder Thanksgiving shout out where I rip their fucking heart out while we talk about what they're going to eat on Thanksgiving. That's coming. Then you have the Hanukkah shout out. You have the Christmas shout out and you have New Year's Eve shout out. So to get over to be like stew.com as always, uh, you buy the cum towel, you buy the ready to roll flag and you buy whatever the fuck you want. So uh, I want you to make sure you get over to BeLikeStew.com. And obviously my picks are always sold at StuFinder.com. We're on a 9-in-100 Dime-All-In Max Best Bet. We're coming off winning the Denver Broncos as a 50 Dime-All-In Max Best Bet. It's starting off fourth straight week of winners, 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 winners. And get over to StuFinder.com. All right. The best part of the show, the best part of the podcast is always, and we ask you to like and subscribe always, and to ask questions. You put the questions in, Alex writes them down, he picks the best questions, and he delivers them to me. It's called Stu Answers Questions. And now, where you can find this is uh, I put up a question segment on the Instagram. That's at Only Stu Podcast. And if you want to text me the questions directly, you could text it to 516-304-1754. Again, that's 516-304-1754. So that's how you get the questions if you're asking, how do I get the questions? So now you know. On Instagram, only StuPod. Only StuPod. I mean, you could direct message on Twitter too. But you direct message. Most of, most of the time, most of the questions are coming from me. But a lot of people love this. This is like one of the favorite segments of the show right now. I was like, I don't want to answer people's fucking questions. And Alex is like, you got to answer people's questions. I'm like, all right, I'll answer people's questions. So here we go. Did you switch doctors yet? Uh, no. Uh, right now, I, 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 was, I lost my dick when I saw my doctor. Because she was just like this short, fat, pathetic woman. And why am I going to lambaste her when I have such a superior mind and body over her, even though I did not become a doctor, but I could have. And I'm much smarter than her. I'm much better looking than her. Uh, I know my prognosis better than her. So I'm just going to yes her to death and do whatever the fuck I want. So no. You know who my new doctor is? It's Stu fucking Finer. Dr. Stu Finer. And the first thing I want to see is your girl's vagina. That's almost like representing yourself in a, in a criminal trial. Correct. Probably. Never do it, but I'm doing, never do what I'm doing, but I'm doing it because I'm better than you, smarter than you. Never do what I'm saying. Don't ever listen to anything I say, but I'm doing it. So what that is equivalent to is you're on a murder trial and you're representing yourself in both of these scenarios and with a death sentence. Correct. What was the most money a client has made on a run and how much per game? My top client, who's a billionaire, bets a hundred to three hundred thousand a game. He made seven point four million dollars last year. I did not lose. I never lost for him. The that was our best made, NFL season of best NFL your life. season ever. And if Alex is 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 truthful with me when he says he says my only winning NFL season ever, <laughs> no, but no, no. almost almost eight million dollars he won last year has never had that almost eight million dollars last year. Eight million thoughts on Pat McAfee. Me and Pat are personal friends. Um, I fucking love Pat McAfee. When he was at Barstool Sports, treated me like a fucking king, treated me like a brother, hugged it out. We wanted to do eight balls and smoke blunts, but we never hooked up. I reached out to him, oddly enough, last week to say, uh, Pat, I want to be on your show. So right now, uh, I'm in a due diligence method of getting him on the phone, because he's such a big superstar right now, and asking him, can we do three hours together? Can we do the whole show together? So in the works... 
especially on my end, uh, Pat McAfee, Stu Fine, it will collide, will come together, and you will see us on national TV. And I love Pat. I fucking love Pat. Love Pat. Love Pat. Can't love Pat more than anyone. I love him. For the brand. Uh, did you discuss 15, 15, 30 with Genesis? And if so, what was the feedback? When I went to Jersey Jerry's house, there was a lot of tension in the air. There's a lot of trepidation. First of all, when any woman sees me, the first thing they say is, wow, you're so much better looking in person. Genesis did not say that. She didn't say that at all. And matter of fact, I was on a perfect, a perfect Stu Finer performance. Never talk sex. Never talk drugs. Never talked how big my dick is. Never talked how much money I have. I only shared gut level with Jersey Jerry, Genesis, and Gerard. And most of the time, to be honest with you, Sandy was hanging out with Jersey Jerry and Genesis while I was on the floor playing with Gerard. Me and Gerard hugged it out. We hugged. We played games. They made a fabulous dinner. You're speaking about Jerry's kid. Gerard right, Jr. Gerard. Gerard Jr. Gerard Jr. Yes. And uh, just had a great night. So there was no sex... There was nothing. They were very scared. Wow, what stew am I getting? You know, am I going to get stew full-blown 15, Do you think 15, you surprised 30? them with your performance? Absolutely. They still don't know what hit them. They still don't know who I am. They didn't they, even know you I've, could behave like fucking that. Fucking Genesis. The minute the door closed, we were in the Uber. Genesis, I guarantee, turned to Jersey Jerry and said, what was all the fuss about with Stu? He's a perfect gentleman. He's a pleasure. I want him over every day. And that's really how it went. Nice. What is your ultimate last meal? Ultimate last meal is Dua Lipa's vagina and her asshole. I mean, if I could be so lucky. Second last meal would probably be Miley Cyrus, that fucking slut whore piece of shit. I would love to eat her ass and fuck her. And then uh, my third would be uh, Taylor Swift. I would like to eat her ass and fuck her and tell her that she's a cunt and don't write a song about me, bitch. Bitch. But let's, if we're talking food, food is always the same thing. It's two dozen baked clams, okay? It's a perfect Caesar salad with anchovies. It's a shrimp, scallops, clams, mussels, lobster over a linguine al dente with a fra diablo sauce. Very hot. Piping fucking hot. Then uh, I drink three bottles of Cristal champagne. I have a Remy Martin for my my dessert drink and I'm going to have either lemon meringue pie strawberry shortcake or pecan pie and then you could just fucking cut my fucking head off like a samurai sword I want it to slit wait, my head wait, wait wait after the dessert what do you always get you're forgetting something fleet enema double espresso oh um, you know something my, I, I, I always used to drink like seven or eight Espressos afterwards. I like regular coffee now. I'm going regular coffee. The espresso is a little too harsh. I think that espresso uh, has become a little bitter for me. So I'd rather have a coffee to end the meal. And that's my meal. Fair. That was extensive. I like that. What is your home grocery bill weekly? Well, we're spending like, you know, between a thousand to two thousand on takeout. And then we're spending uh, like another 800 per week on like uh, Instacart. So I, I would say, I'd say three grand, 3,000 a week. 
What is the meaning of life? Does it involve eating ass? The meaning of life, in reality, all kidding aside, is to give. You have to give to the less fortunate. You have to give to the people that when you pass them in the street, you look at them, you hear about their lives, you literally say to yourself out loud, no filter, no inside voice. You say, there by the grace of God go I. Because so many people that I've met in my life, and obviously I'm a giver, obviously I'm an entertainer, obviously I'm an emotional speaker that gets your emotions flowing and gets you positive and directs you in the proper way. The key to life is to help the less fortunate than yourself and don't get found out. Do great things for people that are in need, that are in trouble, that need your help, need your money, need your time, need your energy, need your love, need your support, but don't get found out. So if you're doing it and people know about it, it doesn't count. So that is the meaning of life. Help the less fortunate. Do not get found out. Are you planning a comedy special in Chicago? And then this person also said that they would spend thousands in merch if you do. Thank you. Uh, if you're going to spend thousands in merch, just give me the money and I'll just hang out with you and we'll eat dinner <laughs> and I'll tell fucking jokes, you scumbag. Just roll why points. Do you, why do you call scumbag? Because don't fucking come at me with something. Uh, you know, listen, do it. That's don't a, ask a fucking question. No, do it. no, no, no. Here's what I want. Four blunts rolled. I want an eight ball. I want uh, strips there to prove that there's no fentanyl in it. And I'll tell you jokes for two hours. But... To answer your question, I was being funny. When I call you a scumbag, I was being funny. It's, a, it's a, a term scumbag, of endearment. It's a loving way of just being you're a scumbag. It's like how uh, Australians call Like you're call my asshole buddy. Cunts. Like hang out. Let's go. Let's fuck whores. You're not going to tell my wife. You won't. It's a it's an unwritten rule. I hang with you. That's who you are. Um, No, I do not have any plans right now for comedy in the future in Chicago, but it's not out of the question. I was going to do another show at my father's place with Epi and Dan. They moved from Roslyn to Glen Cove. And now we're in this like dog shit fucking seat catering hall that uh, is a dump. And he gave me a little bit of a hard time. He like said, Stu, I don't know if your level of comedy is really uh, what I want uh, to produce. He said to me, Stu, I think you got to step it up. You got to get better comedians with you. Um, he said to me that he trained Billy Crystal. He trained um, Robin Williams. This is Epi now. He trained uh, George Carlin. So he said, Stu, I'll help you with your comedy. And then we'll definitely do another comedy show. Which I told him, listen, you fat fucking retard. Go fuck yourself. So um, that's how that went. So we're not doing any comedy ever at my father's place. Both of them could fucking die. Epi, you're a pig and you're a retard. Dan, go fuck yourself and suck someone's cock. You have a fucking two-bit operation. And for you to ever have the balls to say to me that my comedy's not good enough for you, that I'm uh, below you, Epi, you're a scumbag. And you should see, how about change your clothes, Epi? I saw you four times in the last fucking 10 years. You're wearing the exact same clothes with drool coming out your mouth. Wait, wait, wait. You can't come at someone for wearing the same outfit. This year, that's your that's your mo. Yeah, but I shower. He doesn't shower. He <laughs> smells like Limburger cheese. That's crazy. All right, he's a cunt. So I will be doing comedy in New York again, but it will never, ever, ever be at my father's place. So they could both fuck themselves. Okay, just for the record. Craziest stories of bookies not getting paid out, and what happened? Well, you know what it was. Um, I wasn't a made man, um, but I was a made man because. 
I could fuck anybody's girl. I could do whatever the fuck I want. I could rob you straight to your fucking face. And then in a sit down, I would win. And we're going back like 40 years ago now. So, I mean, 35, 40 years ago. So I just want to preface that. I don't know if that would be that way now, okay? But it was then, okay? Because I was with the biggest of the biggest, the baddest of the baddest, the nastiest of the nastiest. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't be uncommon for someone to pull a gun out and put a bullet through your fucking head right in front of you, right in front of a crew. I didn't say that that happened in front of me. I'm just not saying it didn't happen in front of me. But anyway, so... I had a license to just rob bookmakers, just literally fucking rob them. So I, every bookmaker I bet with in the eighties. So I would lose 20,000. We'd settle on 2,500. I'd lose 50,000. We'd settle on five grand. I'd lose a hundred grand. And if my guy, when we went to the sit down, didn't like the guy that took my action, he would say, fuck you. You're not getting a fucking penny. Who the fuck are you to take action from my guy? And that must have happened like 75 times. It was crazy. It was is unbelievable. That feeling, and I loved it. Is that feeling a top five feeling? Oh, I loved it. Absolutely. I mean, your nerves are, you're, you're a little, you're a little tense. You're a little nervous. No, no. I, the first six, seven times I was shitting in my fucking pants. I, and had then loaded, was, I had a loaded gun with me that I was, I couldn't shoot. I wouldn't be able to shoot if it happened, but I had it on me and I was ready and I probably would have shot myself. But then after I saw it, it was like a license to rob people. And is then that, it got so good, Alex, when I walked into the room, this is what you'd hear. Minute I walked in, the bad guys would be there. The guys I beat at him. Oh, the minute I walked in the room, all and then my guy would be behind me, and all you would hear is, oh, "Fuck this!" Oh, so fuck that this. groan, that initial. They groan. knew. They knew they were dead. They knew they should have never. Then people didn't vet people, so you could take shots at bookmakers, and if you lost, you just said "fuck you," and if you won, you took your fucking money. Um, but they didn't vet anybody. So they didn't vet me. They didn't know who I was. I had like 50 different fucking names and I was a real low life then. I would just take <laughs> shots and I would never fucking pay. I wouldn't pay because my guys told me, you don't got to pay because they shouldn't be taking bets from you. They should vet you. Life so, lesson, life lesson. Life lesson. Shout out, make sure you vet. But bottom line is this. Do you think that that's the same rush that serial killers get when they start getting away with a couple murders like they're nervous at first and then they're like, they feel like they're untouchable? Absolutely. So you know what that rush is. I know what that rush is. I could be a serial killer. There's no two ways about it. If I went hog wild and I went fucking down and dirty, there'd be a lot of death. Interesting. Yes. Does Stu know that he wears his sports advisor's t-shirt backwards? Um, I wear it backwards on purpose. Because I want you to see a uh, big cat and Jerry and me the same size. Big cat's like six four. Jerry's like five five. I'm like five five. But in the beautiful sports advisors, it shows all three of us the same size. And big cat was pissed about it. He was very pissed. He's very sensitive about his weight. Big cat very sensitive about his appearance. Very sensitive about his height. So when uh, the shirt was shown that Jerry was just as big as him. They had a beef. They almost fought right on stage. I literally had to break up a fight on the set of Barstool Sports Advisors. It's never going to get out. It was filmed, but they didn't want to show it because Big Cat was spitting and Jerry was like trying to hit him with his fucking vape. It was disgusting. I grabbed them both by their throats. I said, calm it the fuck down. I'll beat the fuck out of both of you. That's what would have happened. I would have taken Tommy's dead body and beat Big Cat and Jerry to death. Uh, but yes, I do know it's backwards. I love it backwards. If I was um, really designing the shirt, I always make the front very pronounced where people don't like that. People like a subtle front, top left bar, still sports devices. And in the back, they have the picture. Oh, so much cleaner. 
I don't you like that. the you like the I offered bottom line is this I offered to make a shirt with the picture on the front Stu said no no I don't need that I just don't need that and uh that's the end of the questions okay very good so listen we've had a great great session with you it's episode 40 only Stu please like and subscribe please spread the word to everyone about the podcast you know you like it it's a lot of fun Alex gives you tremendous insight into me uh tremendous insight into his life uh very informative uh he has a tremendous skill set in all sports and funny and he's he's an expert on Stu Finer uh I am Stu Finer I am a living legend men want to be me women want to be with me uh why we're doing millions of dollars a year people paying us for picks people paying us for shout outs people paying us for merchandise because I am Stu Finer and you're fucking not